Bill, do you know what's the difference between a school teacher and a train? Uh, besides their whistles, let me think. <laughs> I, I don't know. You're on the right track. I'm on the right, yeah, the, I'm on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher says, spit out your gum, but the train says, choo-choo. <laughs> Speaking of chewing gum, I, I know that you have, your mother told you you used to, you would, it would come through the top of your head or something. And I also know that chewing gum used to be a, a rebellious form of, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Listeners, she just dumped a whole pack of cigarettes on the table. They're not cigarettes. Look at that. Looks like Target cigarettes. That is really cool. It's chewing gum. Well, Target chewing gum in the, in the shape of a cigarette pack. Yes. I love yes. it. I, love I found it. that in local store. I didn't know that they were still selling those. And these are crayons you can actually eat. Yes. How nice. Crayon bubble gum. I'll be, so I sense a theme here. <laughs> you jumped on I'm it chewing, right away. I'm, I'm trying to chew on this theme here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome, folks, to Wacky Point Life. Yes, welcome. This is the first episode of this year, correct? Or have we had one? Uh, it is no, the first is one of this, this year, this of, 2024. of 2024. Yeah, and we you thought know. we mm-hmm. would ring in 2024, episode 113, with not knowing what each other was going to talk about. Yeah, it isn't like we can throw each other curveballs, because <laughs> I was thinking on the way in, I thought, I can't really shock Sean. There's, uh, and, and she very occasionally... You don't have to shock me. Not shock you, but, you know, sort of catch you up. Actually, I can, actually. I seem like I do that every Is there episode. some static electricity in the room? Am I standing up? Am I... I don't know. Is that how you were going to shock me? No, shock you. I was like, <laughs> probably so. Um, I have a feeling we should have filmed this episode. <laughs> I'm gesturing again because, you know, it's been a while since we've seen it, been behind the microphone. You know, yes, so. we have decided, um, those faithful listeners out there, you will, might have noticed, we've decided to um, uh, record every two weeks mm-hmm. rather than every week, even though we may and change that sometimes. Who knows? There may be a riot. Yeah. Our tens and tens of tens listeners, of listeners. May, may, may say, uh, no, no, no. We I need to drop they'll, it every week. They'll fill up the trunk of my car with mail again. Yes. We'll, we'll have be, problems. Be picketing right here in front of the museum. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, and we just, so we decided to do, um, yeah, anonymous topics. Mm -hmm. And I had been reading recently about the history of chewing gum. Mm -hmm. And I even wrote a little poem about it. And I found a really cool poem about gum, too. So that's what I decided. And I stopped at a Roland's Quick Stop. Roland's Quick Stop. Yeah, just. Do you have uh, to stop or you can roll by? And uh, nope. A couple blocks down from us on Main mm-hmm. Street in Locust Grove, Oklahoma, America. And I picked up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, what? Eight, eight packs of gum. Two of those I've never seen before. Yes. Magic well, Colors and Target. I feel we we must sample in them too. Sample, no doubt. Sample them. Mm-hmm. Sample them. Sample them. See what sticks to my to my um, <clears throat> crown. Yes, and I will have. A, I'll take a picture of this. Mm-hmm. It will be on wackypoemlife.com. So if you're listening to somewhere else, go over there and look at the picture of our uh, b- 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 gums <laughs> that we're going to sample. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. Was going to say, but it wasn't gums. gums. <laughs> Various packages of chewing paraphernalia. Yes. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, do you want to pick one to start with? Yeah. Or, or or do you want to tell us what you're going to talk about? Oh, I, or I, do we just, what are we doing? Of course, I, I would like to. Mine is just the uh, sort of the false the false joy in, uh, of 
the new year. The false joy. It's just like, it, you know, people say happy new year and it's like, what? False joy. Yeah, I just think that it's a little bit trite and done. And it's like, you know, and everyone's like, everyone's all happy and joyful and happy. And it's to celebrate a man-made measure of time is um, a little bit done. So I don't. I, it's not as it's not as fun as your chewing gum thing. Well, I know, but, and you just you brought in this little uh, bottle of wine for us to drink today. As I do, Latitude yes. Forty from Spain, and I was reading the back of it that said it was truly evocative, boldly fruity, and intensely delicious. And we decided that boldly fruity I, that, was that your drag queen that name. Descri- that describes boldly me. Fruity. That describes me. Yes, bold and fruity. That's much. That's much more mm-hmm. you than false, falsely joy, joyous. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, I shall be bold and fruity this year. As you how, talk about false joy. But how is that going to be different from every other year of my existence, you know? So, so which which gum are you reaching for? Well, I, the magic color seems like it's really... You're intrigued by those, uh, you know, aren't you? It, it, it's, shall I open it? Yeah, it's uh, a little box. It looks like a crayon box. And, and I opened it correctly, probably with the uh, with various colors is, of crayons. And this is cracking me up. And but it's gum. And I'm so gonna, are they? Oh, I'm gonna write a note. Is it and wrapped gonna, or is it you just chew I, it? I don't think I'm gonna chew this paper, Sean. I'm, you're trying to kill me. <laughs> oh, here. I couldn't tell. It's like <laughs> now, now you're smoking it. That those are crayons. You can't smoke that gum. And it's nice and chewy and crunchy. <laughs> It was oh, crunchy. You know, I do have a good How dent- old do you think that gum is? I do have a good dentist. <laughs> I don't know, stayed to 2017 on it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Excuse my chewing Maybe, people. Maybe if Roland's Quick Shop would uh, uh, sponsor us on this program that we would really, you know, That'd be impress wise to upon do that. people to go buy their gum there. That'd is, be wise is, it getting, is it getting softer? Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> So you had you put the purple one in your mouth. Yes. So I guess that's the purple crayon. I need to kind of. Uh, oh, there's a sticker inside each pack. It says, hmm. "What's the sticker of?" Oh, okay. Oh, there it is. High, High five, five. It says. There we go. High five. <laughs> High five. High five sticker. Very good. And this is bound to be low in sugar. Why are <laughs> Why are four of the crayons red? Five. Four, re- five red crayons, one purple one, one green one, and one that orange. Is, that, is, that doesn't seem right, mm-mm. because the box shows a yellow. That's a pack, and there's crayon. a blue and a blue and a blue, and neither one of those are in there. That's that's false advertising. Yeah, that's not a good representation. This is not good. It looks like there's a Surgeon General warning on the side, but no, it's just the nutrition facts. <laughs> right. Chewing of this can be hazardous to your health and to your and to your uh, enamel. <laughs> Sean, you know, that, that it says was, there's artificial colors of blue I, and yellow in this, but we did it. not get blue or yellow. I can't believe, and I'm going to save this for okay. later. That's that was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're lying. That was that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to wash it down with some wine now. All right, you do that. Now, now you may ask, why was I researching the history of chewing gum? Because, see, I haven't announced this uh, to our tens and tens of listeners yet either, that um, I have a publishing contract. Yay! Yay! And I'm writing a book. I knew that, but I didn't want to uh, say yeah. that before you did. The book is not about gum, Mm-mm. but gum figures into it in, in one part. Uh, but it is a book 
that I'm writing for a publisher called Bear Manor Media. And uh, this is a publisher who does basically old books about classic film stars and biographies and old TV shows. And it's a publisher for some old folks like me. Mm-hmm. Well, folks like I wasn't going to put yeah. you in there, but you oh, know, you're only there. a year younger than me. I'm right. My odometer <laughs> rolled over a six last year too. So, yeah. but they're you know they're they're fun books. They're and I'm going to write a breezy little book about the here's the working title: cocktails, coquettes, and cigarettes. Perry mm-hmm. Mason concoctions. Mm-hmm. It looks like it would be really, I don't know, just fun. It is. You know. It's been fun. And so it's just going to be a little tour through a lot of his books, uh, Perry Mason, Earl Stanley Gardner's Perry Mason books. And uh, I'm just going to be talking about those three things and other things that come up in reference to them. And while I was talking about coquettes in one of the books, I found a reference to chewing gum. Mm-hmm. And uh, because Perry Mason has his client... They're doing this really uh, crazy, unethical thing that Perry Mason often did in the books, but not so much in the TV shows, where he's he's really um, bringing up and creating evidence and uh, trying to screw things up before the trial. And he has his client pretend to be a loose woman chewing gum. Okay, <laughs> because you know, loose, loose, loose women, women chew gum. gums. Chew know. gum. Yeah, yeah. Because you see them standing on the corner, smacking their gum, as <laughs> loose women do. Because because polite yes. women don't chew gum. No, you know. No, and and so I found this article. It's very scholarly. It's written by Brooke Sutton. It's called "Double Mint and Double Standard: American Attitudes Toward Women Chewing Gum, 1880 to 1930." <laughs> oh my! Yeah, and that's exactly what it was—that gum was somehow marketed first to kids, but then to, then specifically to women. But then people took real offense at that; that they thought it was very unladylike, and that women looked uh, very uh, gross chewing gum. Did it say anything about men chewing gum, or were they allowed to chew gum, or did they chew tobacco or smoke or something? The title else? of the essay is double. Double. St- okay. All right. <laughs> Double standard. That is a double standard. And double yeah. mint. Did I have? I didn't have you, double you mint do. there, do you I? Do. Oh, I do. You do. Oh, you do right. need double mint twins. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, there was just a, uh, as this Brooke Sutton says, a contemptuous attitude toward women, more than an abhorrence of chewing gum. And what's interesting about this is she has this uh, distaste for women chewing gum coincide with the suffrage movement. In the U.S., it's mm-hmm. practically the same time period. Yeah, yeah. John, it seems like a made-up. It seems like a made-up you know, issue that is not. It's not an issue. I know. You know, it ha- and it happens today. I know. You know what I mean? Why can we be outraged about that's really not an issue? Uh, you know, we gotta have uh, something. Gotta have something. And we have uh, to have a code of morals that's different mm-hmm. for men and women. Yeah, as she mentions. And um, she said, just as the equal suffrage was passed, gum transformed from a negative female vice to an encouraged American pastime. Mm-hmm. Like at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, it, all the advertisements <laughs> in the 60s for the gum. And the, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then there's a, in her article, she has a history of chewing gum. And she said that in 1848, John Curtis in Bangor, Maine, uh, tapped some sap from a spruce tree and made the first gum. 
That, that, sound, was that in, sounds sticky. Sold in the U.S. Okay, let's yeah. use some sap. Spruce gum. Mm, that sounds refreshing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now this, uh, interestingly enough, I did find a poem that talks about spruce gum. It's a poem I really like. It's by Suzanne Rancourt. So I'd like to, mm -hmm. to read it before we continue. Sure. Do you want to try a piece, another piece of gum while yeah. I'm doing this? And some, then you can tell us about it. I'll try some Target. Target. This is, a, that looks like a Lucky mm. Strike package, Lucky doesn't Strike. it? I, it says gum with a nice nicotine hit. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just fibbed. Forgive me. Again, it's another, it's another one of these. Of course, a ship like a cigarette. Oh, what yeah. I, what am I doing? I'm okay. breaking my teeth up over it. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll, and it has paper. Oh, now that. No, that's not right. It's do, orange. Did I do it wrong? It's orange. The, the, the cigarette is orange. It was white. No, but remember the candy cigarettes they, back they in the day? They were white. With the orange tip. And, yeah. And then a they really look base. like cigarettes. Yeah, this is not really so much. Oh, yeah. well, because we got to protect the children nowadays. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Suzanne Rancourt's poem, Whose Mouth Do I Speak With? I can remember my father bringing home spruce gum. He worked in the woods and filled his pockets with golden chunks of pitch. For his children, he provided this special sacrament, and we'd gather at his feet around his legs, bumping his lunchbox, and his empty thermos rattled inside. Our skin would stick to Daddy's gluey clothing, and we'd smell like Mama's pine saw. We had no money for store-bought gum, but that's all right. The spruce gum was so close to chewing amber, as though in our mouths we held the eyes of coyote. And how many other children had fathers that placed on their innocent, anxious tongue the blood of tree? I want some spruce Isn't that gum cool? now. Yes. I know. It makes the blood, me the blood of trees. It makes me want to go get some sap off a tree and mm -hmm. chew it. Yeah, chew it, chew it and see, <laughs> see how long it lasts. You know. Well, yeah, it's a wonderful poem, Suzanne Rancourt, with the you know beautiful imagery of her uh, memory of her father. Kind of reminds me of a very famous poem by Robert Hayden called mm -hmm. "Those Winter Sundays," where he talks about being a child and his father coming in. <clears throat> And having the, you know, being a laborer and having the really rough hands and picking him up and swinging him around. Mm -hmm. And his father thinking, you know, this was a wonderful activity, but actually kind of hurt <laughs> right. at the same time. Like you picked it by sandpaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very so, nice. so what do you think about? This is tasty. This is, is it really? It's nice and sweet. Tasty target. It doesn't taste gum. like typical bubble gum. It doesn't taste like it a has cigarette. A, it, has, it has an orange tang. Orange tang. Orange okay. tang taste to it. <laughs> but there are some pink cigarettes in here too. I notice. I, oh. I chose an, an orange one. Oh, well, it's still wrong. It's still wrong. <laughs> target. I've not heard of this. I haven't either. But they're certainly trying to look like a lucky strike. And I find it interesting that they're, they're still. Bubble gum that looks like cigarettes marketed to probably children. <laughs> I know. That's why I was shocked to see it down there in the store because I really did think that they had stopped selling it. <clears throat> yeah. You know, we, we bought it all the time, but I, I thought it was gone. As a child, I used to eat entire packs of Juicy Fruit until mm -hmm. my mouth was numb. I love Juicy Fruit. It and didn't I've last long. Some... It didn't last long. See, I've got the classic Juicy I'm sorry. Fruit. I did, I did Fruit Stripe. 
Oh, fruit stripe. Fruit stripe. The zebra. Oh, that was the zebra. Stripe. Yeah. I'm sorry. I remember fruit that. Fruit stripe is what I used to just eat 16 sticks of. They didn't have any of that at the store. Mm-hmm. They did have, I got the classic juicy, juicy fruit, fruit yes. and then I also got the juicy fruit bu- bubble gum. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know what the difference would be. I did be not know they made that. Between the two. Yeah. But um, this um, article going back to by Brooke Sutton. I'm sorry, I'm still talking about gum. Yeah, no, no. Is it yeah. just interesting? Yeah. Um, she, <clears throat> she mentions the the juicy fruit and Wrigley, the mm-hmm. guy who's who started it because this guy William Wrigley, he began by selling soap, and then he started selling uh, baking soda, and he would put in a free piece of gum and the baking soda and then he figured out that the gum was more popular than the baking soda got you hooked yeah got you hooked with until he started with spearmint did i bring in spearmint Uh, spearmint is the white i don't see spearmint okay so then he started with uh, spearmint and uh, juicy fruit and then what's the flavor i have double mint double mint yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, my sister loved juicy fruit i believe my older sister Mm -hmm. the wrigley's i remember the, the the mint the yellow and the white. Yes. Very distinctly. Mm-hmm. And because there weren't, actually, I don't remember there being a lot of gums to choose from. We're talking like back in the late no, 60s, no, early 70s no, when were we were kids. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when Big Red came along, it was like, oh, here's a totally different new flavor. Big Red was cinnamon. Cinnamon. Big cinnamon. Yeah, I think that was a Wrigley gum mm-hmm. too. I'm not I sure. I believe so. And, and then, then as a teenager, I remember uh, chewing a lot of dentine. Dentine. And then there was the trident. And there was a squirt, which nearly choked a lot of children. Yes. Um, I brought in myself. some trident. Trident. And some dentine ice. What? They didn't have just regular dentine. Maybe they don't make it anymore. Watermelon twist. I, I still like dentine ice. It's, it, mm-hmm. it freshens breath as well as gives you a, the satisfaction of chewing. Listen, that's not like an advertisement. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, lo- I still mm-hmm. like gum. I tend to to chew sugar free, but absolutely. You got any gum? Yeah, leave it in the I'm house. Got some gum? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try. If you want to, I'll stop talking for a little bit and I'll try this juicy fruit and see if it takes well, me back in time. If you, you I do. I, I, I'm going to turn the mic over I will, to you. I will talk a little bit while you chew. Um, oh, this feels hard. Well, welcome to my welcome to my world. <laughs> my, my teeth. You know. But um, you know. We had a, 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 I attended one of your family's gift exchanges uh, recently, and it was a lot of fun. And I was going through some of the stuff that I had received, and it was just a lot of fun to look at. But this, I'm holding up a box, and it's got some pens, pencils, and a little tab, tablet in, in one of your mother's packages that she oh, I chose from that, her. That was your dirty Santa that gift That was my dirty Santa. Part of it. Part of it. Oh. it. It was a lot. It was she had a bunch of stuff in there. Magnets huh? and books and DVDs and oh, this. Oh, I didn't see all that. Yeah, but I thought this was so. She really was cleaning out her house. I, re- I do understand that, but let me tell you what she did. It, with these pens and pencils, she sharpened each pencil. Each pencil is sharpened to perfection. <laughs> I thought she was ready for someone to go. I, you know, you can't, you can't say you have pre. Does she pre sharpen every pencil in her home? And. Uh, there's actually a nail file too, which I appreciate, Betty, but I haven't used yet here. <laughs> but, I need to take that and give that to her. She's always looking for emery boards. Well, she can have that, you know. Mm-hmm. But with this, I actually even pinned thoughts. I've been pinning thoughts on this. Oh, in the little notebooks and you had in, in there. In the notebook. Oh, and I thought, right. you know, this is kind of a powerful gift to Excellent. me. It, it, it reminded me of getting something to be creative with. It's a little creative writer's toolbox. It, it really is. It's old school. Oh, it's very old school and it's mm-hmm. it, it 
you know, I don't know whether she intended it to. She's an educator. Maybe she thought I'm going to give someone some imagination in a box and say, go, go for it. Or she's just trying to clean out her desk. Or that, door. but that doesn't sound as quite as. You're not going to read anything you got on your little notepad? I am because I, I, I pinned. I've been thinking about, you know, 2020. You didn't pin it. You penciled it. I penciled it. I penciled it, and then I refined it. But I was thinking how 2023 was uh, it was kind of an up-and-down year for me. And uh, uh, Sorry, i got to take this juicy fruit out. It's sticking. Yeah, I know. It's, it, it does stick. I mean, the taste is I, as I remember it. <laughs> but it was kind of hard at first. Yeah. Okay, sorry. No, it, my, my, my New Year's... Uh, 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 new year. I don't. I don't have a resolution necessarily. But when 2023 ended, um, and I thought about, I, I lost a good friend last year, and I was thinking how abruptly that happened, and how unexpectedly that happened, and how I responded so strangely to that. And um, now we have the new year, and everyone's happy and glib and happy new year. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not done. I'm not done getting over this. I'm just not done getting over this. And it feels like. It feels like I, w- I was I've been stolen from is what it felt like 2023 to me, and that's what I wrote about. I thought you oh, know, th- okay. that was kind of the gift of this box is to allow me to sit and you know on the back deck and and, and write. So um, I wrote a I guess a free verse, you know, and I w- I will read that now. Okay. Like an actor slipping out the side door, the year exited quietly. And despite the fanfare of celebrating or cursing a man-made measure of time, some things did indeed end, just as sure as the solstices of June and December, natural events that are much more worthy of celebration. Doors closed and locked unexpectedly on decades of friendship and relationship, and we were caught off guard and uttered the obligatory, I'm so sorry, or heartfelt condolences, But are we? Am I? And there were notices, warnings, clues, unheeded. So now we react, feel cheated, lied to, guilty, and heartbroken. Time is a thief if you allow him to be. And the resolution, if you can call it that, to be more present, more responsive, more of comfort, of service, will likely go unanswered. Complacency is the drug. But maybe at the very least, knowing we're addicted is half the battle. So hmm. that's what I wanted. My friend Gail, my speech therapist, who was a I dear friend. Because I got bubble oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Class, have her. She needs to spit out her gum. Um, a great friend. You know what? It's not even going down, Sean. That's a choking hazard. <laughs> And it's such a choking hazard, you know. It's no wonder people need the Heimlich maneuver. They need to call this gum the Heimlich maneuver in a box. I'm sorry. I just no. showed. I just showed him this giant blue wad of gum out of my, How many pieces my did mouth. You chew? And he and he after he just read this very heartfelt and sincere well, that's, poem. <laughs> there are the, hence the curves. But I just simply, I just have been. I don't know how to deal with this because it's like. It, are you serious? It's like that's all you know. Someone exists, and then and then they don't. No, that can't be. That can't be. It pretty much is, Bill. But and, and then we're <laughs> left. We're left to like. Oh, okay, move on. Happy New Year. Look look at the look at the pretty lights and stuff. And it's like 
but here, here's what I'm dealing with is like, you know, this, this, my friend had asked me for months and months, a, a year, help me organize my mother's jewelry. Help me do this. Help me do that. Okay. When I have time, I'll do it. I'll get over there. I'll, I promise I'll get over there. Didn't get over there. You know, cause I'm so busy. Right. So that I, I'm really, it's an internal battle is what I'm dealing with. So, okay. But I like the bubble gum distraction. <laughs> Could we have two different? Could we have two more different themes? <laughs> I do like the juxtaposition because one could get too modeling, and one could one could stick to the roof of the of the building and you would never get it off. Well, so. the, the thing is too, Bill, though you're very self-aware because you you know what you do that is a distraction, and you know what you do that is uh, for uh, joy and enlightenment, and mm-hmm. that's that's the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to read one more poem, and okay. I, want, I want to thank. Are you going to bring us down again? A little bit, but it's not as, <laughs> not, not as bad as before. Our friend Genia. Wait, let me pour some more wine. Our in. friend Genia posted a poem that it was just like that is such a perfect accompaniment, and it's it's not long. I'll explain who Genia is. Genia Yevtushenko is our dear friend, uh, who we had a, an exhibit of his father Yevgeny Yevtushenko, the brilliant Russian poet. He lives in Tulsa. He is a a man, of, a man of many talents and trades, a dear friend of ours, and he facilitates lots of poetry and readings and in Tulsa, and is just a brilliant young man, a dear friend, who's become a dear friend as of you know the last year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. So he had posted this, and I thought this exemplifies so much of what I, what I felt. And it's kind of a New Year's poem. Burning the Old Year by Naomi Shihab Nye. Letters swallow themselves in seconds. Notes, friends tied to the doorknob, transparent scarlet paper, sizzle like moth wings, marry the air. So much of any year is flammable. Lists of vegetables, partial poems, orange swirling flames of days, so little is a stone. Where there was something and suddenly isn't, an absence shouts, celebrates, leaves a space. I begin again with the smallest numbers quick dance, shuffle of losses and leaves. The only things I didn't do crackle after the blazing dies. So that's kind of my, that's kind of, it, it pertains directly to me. You know, the mm-hmm. only thing crackling is what I did not do. Mm-hmm. So I thought that is really re- relative to what I, to what I'm feeling. She's a great poet. I mean, and like you just said, that pertains directly to me. That's when you read a a really wonderful poem. That's how you feel as a reader. I can that identify. Is, I can relate. Yeah, that this is this is my life. I have felt that this is uh, so true of me, and so true, then of course to to uh, all of humanity in some mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Naomi Shihab Nye. Naomi Shihab Nye. I'm not, I'm not familiar with her, but I, I will <clears throat> be now. I think she was actually a visiting professor at OSU, Oklahoma State University, for a while. Yeah. All right. But back to your gum. I have a question. Uh, I took the hubba bubba out. And I was actually going to try every, and blow. Everything's kind of breaking here. You know, I was actually going to try and blow a do bubble. Do we have any fresh gum here? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but it was sticking so much to my teeth that I, I couldn't blow a bubble. I, I have, I have a, a, a pondery. Mm-hmm. Why is even gum the the subject of female subjugation i don't understand this even gum has you know it's just bizarre to me you know i'm just noticing things i suppose okay this is looks like the well, blue the patriarchal society bill will always try to find something new 
that they can um, persecute women for. Surely not even in this day and age. No, I'm, I, I, I'm, I know. but uh, is this the, this is the blue choking hazard you had? Well, it's very soft. See, see if you can get it to where you can blow a bubble. All right. I would like to hear a bubble popped. Okay. But I couldn't. I couldn't. It kept sticking to my teeth. I couldn't get a bubble blown out of it. Well, I don't know. I think a lot of the the this intense. Um, Dis- disregard that that people had for women chewing gum has a lot to do with what it looks like when you're chewing it. And people aren't opposed to children, you know, chewing gum, but then women were dis- described as like they were cows chewing chewing cud. And um, this is here. I'm going to quote Sutton in that article again. She said the use of bovine metaphors when describing the habit proves society's disgust with it. And those that used it. And then she brings out the fact, though, you know what society wasn't bringing up or wasn't talking about that was disgusting, that was chewed all the time? Tobacco? By men, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's got this great sentence in here. She said, the public failed to acknowledge nasty habits engaged in by men like chewing tobacco that diminished their appearance, the puckering of the mouth as they spit, the bulbous tongue constantly tucking the chew into the lip, the spittle collecting in the wrinkles of the mouth, the flakes of tobacco accumulating between rotten teeth, or the red inflamed gums of the tobacco freak. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great sentence, isn't it? I was going in our local... I like the bulbous tongue. Bulbous tongue. <laughs> no, I don't like bulbous tongues. I was going in our local market a couple of days ago, and this older gentleman was talking to one of the employees, turned and spat... Huh. Almost, almost got my shoe, but he, but he Just was spat on the floor. He was not, absolutely. Do you believe that? And it was, <laughs> but not only that, it was in the entryway to the store. Oh my God. It's like, do you not have any cognition? What is wrong with you? I know we're in Oklahoma, but that's ridiculous. That's where, you know, I gave him a look like, oh, you are lucky you didn't land on my shoe. <laughs> you know, what in the H E double cock? It's ridiculous. Mm. So I put this uh, a pa- um a piece of extra cinnamon gum in my mouth because I know that this one, some people have said, this one won't stick to your teeth like the others do. It's totally stuck to my teeth. <laughs> but it tastes really good. Mm-hmm. Have you got that where you can make a bubble yet? Almost. All right. I'm working. <laughs> my tongue's working. You're masticating away like masticating. a bovine over there. I don't, I don't masticate. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. I'm working. Do you know... Um, Bill, that when I was younger, I used to go to the store with a dollar, and I could come out with a pop, a bag of chips, and a pack of gum. I just, pop, I just popped my gum. You, I just did. You missed it. You, did you listen to my joke? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy blowing the bubble. Right, let me finish my joke, and okay. then you got to blow the bubble again. All right. So when I was younger, it's not a joke, actually. I used to go to the store with a dollar and come out with a pop, a bag of chips, and a pack of gum. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. Now they have cameras. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed. Not allowed to not allowed to lift things any longer. All right. This extra is still stuck to my teeth. Are you, mm-hmm. you going to work? Mm-hmm. All right. Get it, get up close to the mic. I'm not sure people heard that. <laughs> That's all you got? False, false bubble. So you got no. Come on now, that bubble was only like an inch wide. This gum is like three years old. (laughs) 
I just bought it this morning. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how long it had been sitting there on the shelf. <laughs> I can't get a big bubble. That well, I think it happens, when, that. it happens once you hit 60. That one's about two <laughs> inches. <laughs> I think people could probably hear that one, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I did write a poem about gum the other day after I read that article. And it references what you what you mentioned at the top of this episode. Okay. That my mom was always telling me, don't go to bed with oh, yes. gum in your mouth. Um, and it starts with a, a quote from that article from a Harvard professor, Charles Norton, who said, Chewing gum has such a large sale because young women have not risen far above barbarism. Barbarism. <laughs> That's a bar really got her name. I feel very barbaric today. Barbaric. You feel very barbaric every day, I think. you're. Yeah, especially with, I'm still talking and this gum is all stuck to my teeth. I'm going to try to read this poem with the gum stuck to my teeth. Because it tastes good. It's cinnamon. Oh, you almost had a, do you need two, you need two pieces need of two gum pieces. to make a really good bubble. All right, here. This is another. We've solved the mystery. Another um, but Hubba Bubba. What's the flavor on this it, one? It's got to be like passion fruit or something. Sour blue raspberry, it, it says. Of course it is. Okay. Well, at least we got a blue one. We didn't get a blue one out of the Magic Crayon gum pack. <laughs> this is called I Believed. I believed when I was a child that chewing gum might somehow seep through my skull and come out atop my head because my mother told me, don't go to sleep with gum in your mouth or it will be in your hair in the morning. I believed that Grandma kept the spearmint gum in the drawer of her sewing cabinet just for me when I came to visit, though there were plenty of missing pieces that I never got. I believed I could chew gum whenever I wanted and not have to consider if it made me seem barbaric or immoral or loose or, heaven forbid, common. I believed in the joy of sharing gum as a teenager before plagues, when we swam in ditches and never got sick, when I would take it from my mouth and give it to a friend, and she would chew it too. Yeah, that's a good friend. We're going to share some saliva. That was pretty gross, but I do remember doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gum. How, many, how much gum have you ever felt on the bottom of a desk? Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. not as much anymore. It but. solidifies <laughs> and just gets so hard mm -hmm. uh, to get off. I think my grandgirl... Claire even mentioned that the other day because I was saying something about gum and she said something about gum on desk in her kindergarten class. So I guess they still do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember watching watching your, your two grandgirls uh, recently and they, they were sitting behind the desk and the littlest one, they were watching the video and the, the narration was, coffee is bitter, bitter. Mm, this coffee is bitter. And one of your grandgirls said, what? What is bitter? The elder one said, Coffee. Coffee is bitter. <laughs> oh, okay. It was, I, I just I just love that. I can see the brain is just absorbing like a sponge. <clears throat> and you know what? Uh, as a former barista, let me say, coffee is not naturally bitter. Mm coffee is only bitter when it's bad coffee. Right. I love coffee. Good coffee, coffee is coffee not is, bitter. Coffee is joyous. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. Boldly joyous. Boldly. Evocative. Evocative. <laughs> <laughs> like this wine which is truly evocative, boldly fruity, and intensely delicious. I swear that it's Because it comes from a mesa. 
I think I swear they're describing me. They are describing you. <laughs> that is your name now, Boldly Fruity. Boldly Fruity. <laughs> Boldly. That's, that's a good name. That's with a B. Boldly going where no fruit has gone before. Uh, I've been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working. I've almost choked like six times. I'm trying to decide... <clears throat> If I should try another piece of gum, even though I still have this one in my mouth that I can't get out. Maybe I'll put one on the other side. I'm trying to lean way far back as I chew because that's a, that's a big phobia of some people. So I'm leaning way back. <laughs> what, the, the listening to? The chewing, the masticating. I think, I think there have been women that Masticophobia? Have, I think there have been women who have shot their husbands because of how they chew. Yeah. They got tired of listening to him chew. That was one of the characters in the in the musical Chicago. He was popping his was gum. It? She, oh. He was popping his gum, and he got popped again. Okay, so I have some here. You can hear it. It's gonna. This is dentine ice. It's gonna pop out of the package. It sounds really good. Did you hear that? Yeah. So they didn't have the regular. Remember those little tiny pieces of dentine gum they Chic- used to have. Well, what about chiclets? Oh, chiclets. You know they didn't have chiclets there at the store either. But this looks like a chiclet. It, uh, yeah. Dentine ice peppermint. Let's see, there's 60 mints in here. It will give you fresh breath and it's sugar free. Wait a minute. There's not 60 mints. Oh, for 60 minutes, it will give you fresh breath. <laughs> it's got Val- six- Valves matter, people. <laughs> <laughs> Valves matter. There's only 16 pieces. 60 minutes. I remember as a teenager, that's why. I would chew dentine though because you know, long lasting. It was flavor. like a, a mouthwash that you could you know carry around in your pocket. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. You never know when you might want to kiss some boy. Yeah, you know, I need maybe burn out of certs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these actually are not expired. It says these are good until January twenty twenty five. My goodness, we got a year shelf life with these babies. That's right. Mm-hmm. The serving size is two pieces. Not just one. Uh, I, I usually double those. Yeah. Now it's stuck over there with the cinnamon. So now I have peppermint and cinnamon stuck on one side of my mouth. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> I was a dead. Okay. Bill, just a blue bubble. That was, that was a good four inches wide, I think. Yeah. But you can't just pop it by with I'm, your mouth. Usually, uh, you can pull them back in and pop it. Yeah, and it didn't work. It didn't work. Maybe it's something about the hubba bubba, which is not sugar free. I don't know how long you want to keep that in your mouth. Well, all the all the sugar's been injected <laughs> in my system, Dushan. Thanks a lot. It's also good till July twenty twenty four, so you're all right. It's, it, that was not bad. It wasn't. That was a big blob of blue. Yeah. Well. Mm. The only ones we haven't tried are the Trident watermelon. I used to chew a lot of Trident, too, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I don't think the dentine was sugar-free, but the Trident was, and I remember that was the difference between them, because the Trident was those little pieces, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now the kids like the really tart combined flavors, apparently. Do they? Those whippersnappers. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about the gum chewing trends nowadays. I don't, you know, I just look at what my nieces and nephews are chewing, you know, and it's like, oh, that's what, you know, and it lasts about two seconds and it's gone. It's out, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, uh, I think this has been a successful episode We've, as episodes we, go. <laughs> we have chewed, we have chewed both ends of these topics, you know. 
<laughs> Could they have been more diverse, more different? <laughs> and we uh, we thank you all for being with us. And uh, if this is your first time listening, thank you. I'm glad you're here, yes. first time listener. And this is episode 113. 113. 113. We uh, started out over two years ago just um, talking about poems that people left here on little sticky notes or wrote on the walls here in the rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry. And we still do that. We still talk about uh, <clears throat> things that people leave in the museum. But then, like today, we just talk about, we talk about various things and bring the poetry in. That's right. You know, whatever enters our little noggins. Yeah. But, yeah, this starts our third season around the microphone. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Isn't that weird? Nobody Octo- stopped us yet. Right. October will be three years. I yeah. Think. Wow. Yeah. We're getting older. Yeah. Wiser. well as always share the word please give us a review anything that will help us get out there more where people can find us combine see because look at what they're missing i'm right exactly get a free piece of gum stop in today get a free piece of gum (laughs) thanks everybody bye guys